Hey y'all, this is Mallory Irvin and it's time for all of us to live fully. It's so important in this crazy world of ours that we stay connected, inspired, and motivated to be and do our best. And that's not always easy. I'm here with my guests and friends to share the stories and lessons we've learned to help you live your best life every day and truly begin living fully. Let's make it happen and get started with today's episode. guys, welcome back to the Living Fully Podcast. I decided this week, because of the state that the world is in right now, or that especially our country is now in, to do a podcast, taking that into account and trying to make the best of what we're going through, because it's really a a trying time. It's a trying time for a lot of people on a lot of different levels. And I want to start this out by saying I'm in a space where I know there are several people listening to things that I say or watching things that I do because it's just the nature of what I do in this space. And I've realized that we don't always have the right things to say. I mean, y'all all know that I'm not a professional in the medical space, so I've not been giving out medical advice. But even things that I say or things that maybe I worry about or or talk about or do during this time, maybe it's different than things that that y'all do. And maybe things that y'all do are different from the things that I'm doing. And it's, it's okay to all be handling this differently and doing things differently. And we're all affected in different ways. And we're all trying to do our best, I think, or most of us are trying to do our best at getting through this. And what I want to do the podcast today on is here we are, we're in this situation where we have this COVID-19 coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, it's here. And depending where you live in the United States or the age that you are, whether you have school-aged children, whether your life is going to look different and, and maybe the situation that you're in looks different, but we're still all in this very similar boat in that this virus is is here and it's really altering the way we're operating in our daily lives. And it's okay if the thing that you're dealing with doesn't seem as catastrophic as what someone else is dealing with. It's okay to still be sad about something that's been taken from you in order to prevent the spread of this. It's it's going to look different for all of us. And who knows how long this is going to last. And I don't know at what extent when you're listening to this, it will be at. This is about a week before this episode comes out that I'm sitting here recording it. And here in Nashville, where we live, things are shutting down. It's it's looking crazy at the grocery store. It's getting to where, you know, schools are not in session I don't know what's going to change between now and next week, and I don't know what city you're going to be listening to this from, but things are rapidly changing. And what I want to come on this podcast today and talk about is how we can try and make the best of this time at home. If we are ones that are lucky enough to stay at home, to be able to work from home, there are a lot of people that aren't getting that luxury. There are a lot of people that are on the medical front lines. There are a lot of postal workers and there are a lot of people that work at restaurants that are still open, even if they're just doing takeout and stuff like that. There are a lot of people that don't have this option. But if you are a person that has this option, 
and you're now finding yourself in a very altered reality where you're at home with your family or with yourself or with your roommate or with your spouse. I want to talk about how we can make the most of this and really try and thrive during this time. And something that I want to start with, Katherine Schwarzenegger is actually coming on my podcast um, next week, and I'm so excited. And I've always been a huge fan of her mother, Maria Shriver. Maria Shriver is from the Kennedy family. She was married to Arnold Schwarzenegger. She's just, she's one of the most beautiful voices in the world today in terms of just reflecting and living a beautiful life and coming through things and coming out on the other side, having learned a lot of amazing things. And I love this little book that she wrote. It's called I've Been Thinking. And I call it little because it's an easy read. You can, it starts out with a quote, these chapters, and then she talks about some kind of reflection from her own life. And I really love on page 119 of her book, It's actually a chapter, it's called, I'm Giving Up on Complaining. And I was reading it because just in these times, it's like you start out and you want to complain, gosh, I can't do this and I can't do that and I'm I'm stuck at home. But then you really start reflecting on it and you realize it's an opportunity. And, And this chapter, it actually starts with this quote and the quote's actually by Richard Carlson. And it says, true happiness comes not when we get rid of all of our problems, But when we change our relationship to them, when we see our problems as a potential source of awakening, opportunities to practice patience, and to learn. And I think that's a really amazing way to start this podcast and some of these kind of tips and ideas that I'm implementing in my own life of ways to thrive during this time of quote unquote isolation or quarantine, whatever you want to call it. And I just love that quote because while this can be a problem, a lot of these things that this scary thing is forcing or suggesting that we do, they can be seen as problems. But if we can see this just a little bit more as an opportunity to shift our perspective and to move our lives in a different direction, why not? Why not take this opportunity to try and do that? So I'm going to start with something that I think it's one of the most important things that I'll talk about, and that's reflect and refocus. So when our lives are in constant motion, in constant rapid motion, might I add, it's super hard to slow down and think about what's actually going on and to assess, is this the way that we want to spend our lives, our one go here on this earth? Are we doing it the way that we want to do it? This is it. This is your one go. And a lot of times life forces us to slow down. So this is one of those opportunities. Life is forcing us to slow down in a very real way, in a way that I haven't seen the world do before. So use it as an opportunity because I've talked about this before, but reflection and really assessing and seeing where we're at right now is really critical when you're trying to refocus. You can't refocus when you're moving a million miles an hour. And sometimes I'll visualize things in my life. You know, it's like trying to take a picture on a roller coaster. (laughs) So if you've got a camera in your hand and you're moving just 100 miles an hour on a roller coaster and you try and get a picture, it's going to be a blur. You can't focus. You can't get that little box to focus on that little thing to take a good picture. So use this as an opportunity to really focus in and move your life forward in a more focused direction. And a really, really easy tool to do that 
is to put your thoughts down on paper at the end of the night and journal. And that's something that's really easy to do. And everybody's got a notebook and a pen or has access to something or whether you like to write it down, whether you like to type it on your computer, whether you just want to write bullet notes on a post-it note, try it out. Now is a really great time to start. And this brings me to another way, I think, to thrive during this time or to maximize during this time. Create a new habit. So you hear people say that all the time. And typically, we take the opportunity of a new year or a new season of life to do this. But I think this is also an opportunity to create a new habit. And I know that there are a million different habits that we can all do to make our lives better, whether it's like washing your face thoroughly at the end of the night instead of leaving your makeup on, whether it's cleaning your house up before you go to bed. Maybe it's waking your child up a little bit different in the morning. Maybe it's an exercise routine. Habits can look like a lot of different things. And habits can be formed literally at any time, whether they're good ones or bad ones. So maybe let's knock out some of the old habits and introduce some new ones now that we have a little bit more time on our hands. And now that we're talking about a little bit more time on our hands, let's move on to the next point. And I know that this is an issue for people because I've been on social media the past week. And as things have gotten progressively more isolated, and especially with schools closing down, parents and families are now faced with this time that they have together a lot of times under the same roof. So I want to address maximizing this time, maximizing this time that we now have with our families and trying not to just survive it, but like you hear all the time, trying to really thrive in it. And I really love Rachel Macy Stafford. She came on my podcast before. She has that whole hands-free revolution where she talks about, not just in times like this, but in our everyday life, choosing to really focus in on and create meaningful relationships with our family members and the people that we love and trying to maximize our time on an everyday basis. And she talks about one of the things that it seems was really crippling to her and to her quest to really maximize time with her family was rushing was rushing out the door to go to school, to go here and there and church and errands. And here we are. That's kind of been taken away from us in a way. We don't have all of these places to be right now in the state that things are in. So now that that is gone, are we able to hone in a little bit more, to focus in a little bit more, to get curious and find out who our children are and what they've been doing at school. And, you know, my children are not necessarily to that age yet, but a lot of yours are. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a child. I know that family looks like a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Maybe it's just really focusing in on our relationships that we have with the people that mean a lot to us in our lives. And I'm personally, I'm excited about that with my family It happens a lot of times when things shut down in the world around holidays and different times. I just feel like we come together and we just get to know each other again. And I think that this is an opportunity to do that. And I'm doing a full podcast actually with Rachel. You know, I sent her a message earlier today and I was like, I think we need to do an emergency podcast on let's try and help people. Let's try and give them the tools to do this right and to try and really find some light in the situation that we're in right now. And I'm really excited to bring that to you guys at the end of the week. And I will say too, 
with me at least, I get really hard on myself if I get overwhelmed. I get really hard on myself because I'm like, these are the, the beautiful, healthy, happy children that I was given. And if I get overwhelmed or if I'm like totally exhausted of playing a game for the 15th time, or if I have to hand something off to my husband, it's okay. But sometimes I get in my own head like, oh my gosh, I'm doing a terrible job at this because I'm not enjoying every single second of it. I'm just saying if we can make small changes to try and maximize this time, I really think it can make a big impact. And you don't want to look back on something like this and say, wow, we had all this time together in this crazy situation and I didn't make the most of it. And you may not get that type of time again. So I think that a way to thrive during this time is really trying to do that and maximize the time with your people. It doesn't have to be your family, your people. Moving on to the next piece in this, I think when all else fails, if we can reach beyond ourselves and help someone else in any way, it can look like a lot of different things, that it can always bring us back around. And there was a quote in the Brene Brown Braving the Wilderness book that really stuck out to me. And it says, rehumanizing starts in the same place that dehumanizing starts. And I think it's been a really trying time. It's been a trying time for a lot of reasons. It's a crazy political environment, I feel like always, that people are always talking about. There were natural disasters, in particular in my own hometown of Nashville with the tornadoes. There's always like an undercurrent of rhetoric and bullying in a lot of circles, in particular online, on the internet, in the space that I'm in. And a lot of people can call the climate that we're in right now dehumanizing. It's like, are we even connected as human beings anymore? Because sometimes we don't treat each other like human beings anymore. And I think that we've got an opportunity to, to change that. And it's in reaching beyond ourselves a lot of times that I feel like we can rehumanize ourselves and reconnect to people. And even though it's a different type of time, because it is a time of isolation for a lot of people, there are ways to reach beyond yourself and help. And I saw my community really come together around these tornado victims. And then literally the next week, here comes this other situation with the coronavirus. And I've seen people find creative ways to help. So that's what I'm trying to do, find creative ways to help. So obviously the elderly, and in particular like homes where a lot of elderly people live, I know they probably feel isolated, even more so isolated than then they probably feel a lot of the time. So there are small things I think that we can do, whether it's sending a card or cards to assisted living homes or nursing homes, places where I'm sure they're really fearful and scared. And now they're not able to have family members come and visit or whatever. I know that there are a lot of different situations and circumstances in different cities. But can you imagine being isolated to that extent and being fearful, knowing that you're one of the vulnerable members of society. I mean, the little things that we can do, like sending cards. That's an idea that I had for my little boys this week. You know, Shepard can't really do much, but Ford can color some crayons on a card and we can send things in the mail still. So there are creative ways, I think, to help out and to rehumanize ourselves and I think that's a way that we can kind of learn to thrive. Always reaching out beyond ourselves can can kind of remind us that what we're dealing with isn't as bad as something that someone else is dealing with and can just help us help someone else feel like a human being again and like they're not forgotten. 
oh, that one made me kind of sad. <laughs> so I'm going to move on to a more upbeat one. And let's talk a little bit about here we are in our homes. We always say we want to do this project, but we've never had the time. Organize and declutter your spaces and your mind. So I've done tons of content around this this year. I reorganized a lot of my spaces. I have talked about a lot on different platforms that having a space that is clean and clutter-free it frees my mind in a way that I cannot describe. And I think that a lot of people are like that. When you have a space that's free from clutter and things that we don't need or that we don't use, I feel like it really frees us up and it allows us to think more clearly in our lives. And while it's easy to watch the videos and buy the baskets and to do the closets, it's not always easy to do the mind. And a tool that I use in my own life and that I feel we can use during this time is to put all the ideas, all the plans, all the to-dos, all those things that live in your head down on a piece of paper. It can be truly transformative. There's something about seeing the things on paper that really helps me in my life to see what things really matter and what things are actually important and what things you can do at a later, more appropriate time in your lives and to just kind of poke a hole in that cloud that lives in our minds sometimes. There's something about getting a piece of paper out and writing those things down that's really transformative. So if you are wanting to really declutter your mind, like we were talking a while ago, you've really got to look at where you're at in your life right now before you can move forward in the right direction sometimes. And now you've got a little bit more time on your hands. Now is the time that you should try this. And if you've never done it before, it seems like a really simple thing to do. And you're like, yeah, I've written to-do lists my whole entire life. This is different. This is writing down everything, everything that's hanging over your heads, large and small. So large things that are living in my head right now, I think I've got 79,000 pictures on my phone that I've talked about for four years, organizing and getting in some sort of photo album or on flash drives, whatever it's going to look like. That thing in my head keeps getting bigger and bigger to small things like writing down the salad recipe that I keep making that people ask for the recipe for. Tons and tons of things live in my head and create this cloud. And it just takes this one simple exercise to, like I said, poke a hole in it and to start the draining of this. It helps me to think clearer. It helps me to really organize the things that I'd like to do and actually start to get things done. It helps in so many different ways. And it's another way to take advantage of this opportunity and to try and thrive as much as you can. And then this last thing, it might seem like a simple thing to you, but I definitely feel it is worth mentioning. Because a lot of the things that we want to do in our lives, they live in the back of our mind and we never get around to them. New hobbies that we want to start, things that we want to try, whether we're going to love doing them or whether we're going to hate doing them, it doesn't matter. It's important to try. And a lot of times starting a new hobby, it sounds like something that you have to have a lot of time and space in your life to feel worthy of doing. That is not the case. You really have to make space and time to try something new, to try a new hobby, to open up a new avenue in your life for creative expression, whatever it is. And there are things that I like to do in my life that are truly releases for me and things that when I brought those 
things into my life, it really made a difference in my well-being. And there are things that I didn't always do that all of a sudden one day I would start doing and then I noticed the change. So my whole life kind of growing up, my mom always cooked. I kind of watched my mom cook, but I never really participated a lot in the cooking. And I can still remember the days that I started cooking, that I brought that hobby into my life and it was transformative for me. It's a way that I show love to my family. It's a way that I release stress and pressure And it's something that had I not just picked it up and started doing it, I don't know if it would be something that I love and enjoy today. And now in this time where maybe you're spending more time at home, if there's something that you've always said, I really want to try this, I don't care what it is, if it's embroidery, if it's cooking, if it's exercising, if it's something super small, why not try that now? Because it very well might be something that brings a lot of joy and fulfillment into your life. And if you never take a second to try it out, you're never going to know. So I think that's another way to make the most of these days. And, you know, I've talked about just some of these things that I, I thought about and that I'm implementing in my own life. And I talked a couple of weeks ago before this got really bad. It was actually after the tornadoes that we can't lead with fear-based thinking. Well, the reality is that we can. We, we very well can. And we can wake up every single day and we can turn on the news and we can live in a state of fear and we can be terrified. And the reality is that we don't know what this is going to look like. And there's a lot of unknown in this. And there are things that we can control and there are things that we can't control. And I wanted to do a podcast today to try and elevate us out of the space that we're in just a little bit and remind you guys that you can control your own mind. And I know that's a lot harder when there's so much uncertainty, but it's sure as heck not going to hurt us to try. So these are the tools that we're using in our home to get through this time. And these are tools that have worked for me in other situations where I felt isolated or where I wanted to better myself or make the most of an unfortunate situation. And I pray that everybody listening to this podcast, that you guys and your families are safe and stay safe. And I pray, obviously, for all of the people that are already affected, really affected by what's going on. And I hope that this brought a little bit of light into your life and your day today. You guys, these podcasts coming up, I hope they continue to bring a lot of light to you guys in these next few weeks. I am working hard to do my part as a person in this space just to continue to bring joy and and light to you guys and to hope to continue to shine a light on how we can live our lives to the fullest, even when life seems anything but full right now to a lot of people. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast and tune in next week for more. Thanks for joining us on Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single minute of encouragement and inspiration to live your best life. Want more? Join us on MalloryIrvin.com so we can connect with you on Instagram and YouTube. Start living your life now. You've only got one. We'll see you next time.